everybody welcome back sean challenge 10x real estate marketing coaching uh today i got a really good treat for you you know um it's actually getting to be that time of year when we actually start to do our business plan for next year and we've already started working on that um and some of the people on our team we've been talking to them a little bit about that and at, at this point um you know the whole world's trying to get in touch with us at this point in time you know uh it's a busy time uh and for agents that are you know, agents that are trying to go from zero to hero, um, you know, it's going to take it's going to take some effort. And it's going to take some doing. There's a lot of inventory in the marketplace um, as far as buyers go, but not a lot of listing inventory. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring my uh, my associate in here. We're going to bring Mr. Krill in. How are you today, Mr. Krill? Hey, Sean, I'm doing well. Awesome. So um, I just want to um, share with everybody, first of all, a little bit of history um, and a little bit of what we're going to be talking about here today. Um, first of all, on the bottom, you're going to see here, actually, it's called the 10X Personal Success Formula Workbook. Um, just for attending, you're going to be able to get that for free. Um, we're going to flash that up there a little bit throughout the uh, throughout this um, coaching session, actually. And really what we decided to do was um, to really bring some value to the agents in the community. We wanted to start to share some of the things that are in the 10X Personal Success Formula, how we use that in our business and how they can use it in their business. Um, Krill, first of all, um, when you got in the business, right, um, when we first met, it was about a year and a half ago or so, um, and you were uh, working at another small company. Uh, you had your license for a couple of years. And what happened when you when you first got your license and you got in the business? What did they? What kind of training did they give you? Um, well, so to say, I was just kind of thrown into the fire, figure it out, okay. feet to the you know feet to the fire, figure it out on your own. Baptism and, by uh, fire. Yeah, it didn't work too well. Didn't work too well. Right. Okay. And uh, you know, when the, and when you're saying it didn't work too well, what specifically do you think is gonna, um, you know, like you went into it, you went into it eyes wide open, right? You were expecting to do real estate. You wanted to transition uh, into a full time situation, except I don't think they really understood that, right? Nobody. No, that, that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all because uh, the amount of training I got was zero. Okay. No training whatsoever. It was just kind of figure it out on your own. And as you know, when you have no idea what you're doing, you're bound to make mistakes, go down the wrong path. And, you know, if you're not lighted in the proper path, you know, you're you're bound for failure. Right. So we talked to we talked to another young gentleman earlier today, at least I did. And, you know, when I said to him, I go, you know, bring a copy of your business plan if you really want to get your goals accomplished. And ironically enough, I mean, um, in talking with him, I would assume he had a business plan because he was very matter of fact about the intentions that he had and the goals that he had. Um, what I come to find out, he really he had a, an intention, but he didn't have a business plan. Now, I know we've talked about it. I know we're on the phone every day together. Um, you know, full disclosure, Krill is my certified buyer expert. He's mentored and coached with me all, you know, all throughout. Um, since doing, since working with us and doing what I would call the 10X personal success formula. You know, we've now got him to a point where he's self-sustaining. Uh, he's not he's not killing it, but at the same time, he's able to pay his bills and work full time in real estate. Uh, Krill, let me ask you um, a little. Let's give a little background first of what did your what did your daily routine look like before you got involved with the 10x personal success formula and um, and doing that process? Well, before get before starting with that, there wasn't really much of a process to begin with. Um, it was just kind of you know wake up, 
uh, call expired, uh, and try to go through your sphere of influence, so to well, say. Let's, let's back up for a second because I yeah. know you pretty well. What time was Let's Wake Up? Let's Wake Up was probably, you know, 9.30 by 10 o'clock, 10.30, start dialing. Um, and, you know, it probably around lunchtime, maybe you probably call it quits by then. <laughs> How'd that work for you? Not well. Not well at all. Um, so what was the first thing that we talked about in the personal success form? Do you remember? Well, one, waking up early. That's the, that's the big thing. You, you get up before everybody else and before even everybody else starts calling, usually start calling nice and early before even anybody else gets to, you know, your so, clientele. So for those people that are out there, I just want to kind of preface this on the 10 X personal success formula became a reality as, um, from my personal coaches and mentors that trained me. And one of those mentors who ultimately passed away helped me to really refine it. It was a guy named John Alexandrov. And he said to me, he goes, you know, this is like your formula, your secret sauce. And I said, yeah, but you know, it's duplicatable, it's repeatable. Anybody can really do it, um, providing that they have an intention to do it. Um, you know, so the first thing we talked about with you, Krill, was it starts the night before, right? Um, the, sure. Where is getting prepared. Um, and I, you know, you know me well enough, but um, I think it's important that people understand, like when I first started creating, we're in the process of writing the book, by the way, um, for you guys or whatever the, we're going to start taking pre-orders for that at the end of the month. But um, that book should be out by October 15th, um, which is the 10X personal success formula for realtors. You're going to be able to get it on Kindle for like 995 or whatever. But if you're working with us and you're working with our organization, you're working on our team, you get all that information for free. You get one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, just like we're doing with Krill right now. Hey, Krill, um, if if I had a, if what happened the other day, what happened the other day at about 902? Um, I was running late. I was walking the dog and all of a sudden I get a phone call from you. Where are you? <laughs> What's okay, going on? Are you okay? Are you alive? Are you, are you vertical? Right. I didn't, I didn't ask like, why aren't you at work? I said, first of all, I said, are you okay? Because yeah. if you're okay and you're vertical, you should be at work. So I'm not even going to ask that question. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's part one. Um, one of the other things that we look at, and I think we're going to go through this. I want to go through the whole thing in one chunk, and then we're going to go back into some stuff because I want to actually get into Krill's business plan um, and make sure we have enough time to do that. So um, the first thing is the, the, you know, the acronym that's easy enough to remember is SAVERS. It's sit quietly, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reflect, and then scribe or, do, or journal. So in my personal success formula, my routine is I'm in bed by 9.30, uh, sleep by 10 o'clock at the latest. I'm up typically anywhere between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the personal success formula. You'll actually learn how to get out of bed um, and how to program your brain so that you actually wake up without an alarm clock. Um, your brain will actually wake you up about five minutes before you want to wake up. That's a conditioning process, but it is possible. Um, and then um, after we're after awake and we're, we get up and going, we're going to do some affirmations. Hey, Krill, what, what is a positive affirmation, Krill? Well, um, well, depends, right? Uh, I'm a great salesperson. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm alive, excited, and full of energy. Right. What do you think a negative? Uh, what do you think most people's affirmations sound like? Um, they're pretty. I, I would say they're they're not even doing affirmations. They're, they're, oh, they're not doing even... affirmations. Believe me, they're doing them. Your family, your dad, your brother, sister, cousin have been doing them for years. You know what they sound like? 
my ass hurts, my back hurts. Oh my God, is it a shitty day? Oh my God, it's raining out. Oh my God, it's going to be a terrible day. Oh my God, I feel like shit. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So they're begging to God, except that they're 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 programming themselves for negativity versus success, which is <laughs> no surprise there. It's the power of positive thinking, like Norman Vincent Peale. Exactly, but what's even more important is they're using the power of negative thinking. Yeah, <laughs> um, you, you, know, you, you attract what you think. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because um, Norman Vincent Peale was one of our most, you know, probably, I don't know if you're even aware of this, Norman Vincent Peale was actually a, a, a reverend and a, and a um, he was a clergyman in New York City. Yep. yep. Uh, and some of my family members actually used to go to his masses. Um, and he, and they, my, my father's friend told me, he said, you know, it was the weirdest thing because you would go in that mass. And even though he was like, I think he was Roman Catholic or something, but, or it might've been Protestant or something. He said, you would walk in his particular congregation and it was made up of every religion on the planet because he was such a forward thinker and such a, um, a philosophical thinker that people didn't care what the, what, where it was coming from. It just, he just, they just cared about the message. Um, on that thought, visualization, um, Crow, what kind of things do you do to visualize your day and visualize what you're going to do or how you're going to do it? Well, my visualizations are based on goals. Um, it's pretty much, you know, set goals. For example, you know, looking at getting you know, a $6,000 mountain bike. So whatever it takes, I have to get there. It's, it's just an example. So do you have a picture of that mountain bike on your on your? I do. It, it, it's, your it, it's my background on my computer, so I look at it every day. Good, good. What other so what are some other visualizations that you can have? Um, it, it just everything surrounding myself around positivity. Um, just in general, that that really helps because you know after you know if you're cold calling is a great example. Yeah, average. You know, whenever somebody picks up the phone, uh, they're usually not too thrilled about a cold call. So that it really depends on how it, the message is delivered, but exactly I would say one out of ten are going to be somebody that's angry or upset or angry at the world. Exactly. Uh, let me ask you a question. You've been coaching with us now for a while, um, and I'm pretty sure you know the answer to this. What can you do when you get that bad call and that nasty person on the phone, and they make you feel like you're this big, and you know all of a sudden you start questioning if you're doing the right thing, and you know what can you what can you do as far as to reset yourself? for a couple of minutes before, before you get on the next call and actually, you know, blow it up again. Well, I do a couple of things that really help. One is you sit back in silence. You kind of just regroup and, uh, what is that call, by the way? um, another thing that really helps is joking around, you know, negativity and, uh, comedy kind of go one and one. So if, you know, you're having a, you know, a bad experience, you joke about it. So let, me, really let me back up for a second. What you just described is what we call a power pause. So what is a power pause? So a power pause um, is, you know, it's a great tool and it's a great, what I'm going to call a coping tool um, that we talk Krill and I, I use on a daily basis is it's when you're having a bad day and you really, all of a sudden you start going into your thoughts and your, your, your negative thoughts are more than your positive thoughts going on in your head. And you just want to give yourself a reset. And what you can do is actually unplug yourself, close your eyes, turn your phone off, turn your computer off, dim the lights, take your glasses off, sit back if you wear glasses, and close your eyes and visualize that place in which 
when you go on vacation or when you want to go somewhere and you know that you know that place where you've been there and you go oh my god this is my happy place wherever your happy place is and it may be on a beach it may be on the top of a mountain somewhere in the dark looking at the moon whatever that happy place is that brings you clarity that's the thing you want to be visualizing and you want to just sit and be in that space and be in that vibration if you will long enough for your to reevaluate re, re your situation and get a hold of who you're being and get a hold of your attitude your approach and your expectations so once we do that then what we're going then we're going to go back into whatever we're going to do we're going to go back in and i call it you know basically when you when you shift from one activity to another you know people say well why should i why should i why shouldn't i stop in between prospect and answer the phone it could be a buyer or it could be a seller I'm like, yeah, but do you understand the act that what it takes in order to slow the car down from 60 miles an hour with a stick shift? And then all of a sudden you got to get the car going again. When you get off that phone call, you now got to get yourself back into that mindset, get in first gear, put it in second gear, get in third gear, get in fourth gear. And by the time you get back in momentum, most people won't do that. They the typically train is a perfect example of that. Once you stop a train, it takes a lot of energy for that train to keep going. Right. And you know, inevitably what happens and you've been through it with me, what happens when what happens when we take a break at like 11 o'clock Do we, you know, we're like, well, you know, let's just go to lunch at this point. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So we've we've talked about the power pause. We talked about visualization. We talked about um, affirmations. We're going to talk about exercise right now. What is your routine? When you first met me, when you first met me, you started you saw I rode a bicycle. Right. So you went and got a bicycle. Um, so yep. I am going to be your I'm going to be your cheerleader and say that young man is a freaking maniac because he started riding bicycles with me about a year ago. And the next thing you know, he's like, oh, I'm going I'm going to ride to Asbury Park, which is about 60 miles away. And I go, maybe 20. Years old. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 85. So um, so your your bicycle routine has been your exercise. You started doing something new lately. What's that? Uh, well, besides road cycling, mountain biking, and uh, just got back in the gym after, you know, a year of quarantine, um, realized I have the lower half of a rugby player and the top half of an Irishman. <laughs> no offense, Sean. <laughs> 75 uh, hard. Yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. So I got back in the gym getting, uh, getting the upper body strength again, and that's been a daily routine. So let me ask you a question about that. Um, I'm going to... I want to point something out of the other activities that you're doing. What's different about the gym that you don't have going on in the other activities? Um, it's a good question. Um, Let me explain it a different way. You've heard me say this thousands of times. Your environment is critical, right? Yep. So if you're and you remember when COVID first started, I was doing Facebook lives at 11, 11 every day. Right. And one of the reasons why I started doing them every day was because you know, we were used to being working virtually for 15 years, 20 years. I've been doing it um, and working, you know, isolated, if you will. Um, most people aren't used to being isolated. And the problem is like when in the, in the military, when they want to extract information from you, and they want to interrogate you, the first thing they do is they put you in isolation in a very, very dark place. And it forces you to go inward and really start questioning yourself and your self-esteem and everything else. And it's a psychological battle. And what's interesting is with COVID-19, we all found out that people started doing that. And after a while, people wanted to either kill their in-laws, kill their friends, their family, or their kids. Um, 
one of the things I, I think is a great thing that you went back to the gym for is on the bicycle, you're always alone. You're, you may be riding with somebody, but you're still in your head by yourself for the most part um, during that ride. And you may be talking to somebody, you may be talking to friends when you're mountain biking. But if you're not focused on the trees and stuff like that, we've seen how that ends up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in the gym, have you felt a different vibration or a different feeling when you're working out in the gym and, you, and you're doing it in the gym? Um, yeah. I mean, because you're around other people. And if you see, you know, I don't go to like your, you know, your typical planet fitness where you don't, you don't really see guys that are yoked to the gills, so to say, um, you know, you know, consider them a, a meathead, so to say. Right. Um, but those guys are really the ones that push you forward because you look at them like, oh, I want to look like him. And the guy, you know, I'm six foot six. I'm not a little guy. There might be another guy there that's six foot six, but he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's something right. you, know, you aspire to be. And you're like, all right, I got I to gotta work and look like that. And it gives you that image of what to work towards. Right. So – Let's let's kind of move it forward. We talked about we talked about exercise now. Now we're going to talk about reflecting. How do we how would you how would you reflect or, you know, in, in your business or your day? Uh, pretty much, uh, I, I would say, did you do better than yesterday? OK, so one, one, day at, one day at a time, one day at a time. Rome wasn't built in a day. Are you better than you were yesterday? If the answer is yes, you're doing something right. If it's no, it will start rethinking and rethink your approach. Right. So let me ask you this question. Um, where, where we're at right now, if you had a, um, if you had to say, okay, we right now we've got about, let's call it 90 days plus or minus. Um, and of that, there's probably, I don't know, 60 work days or so. Yep. In that 90-day period, if our goal is to increase increase ourselves to get to a point where in the next 90 days, let's just call it it's three months for argument's sake. Um, let's call it let's call it six transactions, right? I would say I would say actually eight, because if you want if you shoot for eight, you're gonna get six by the end of the year, right? What do you think is, what do you think if we went through the um, personal success formula, right? And we go to the business plan and would you agree with me that that sounds like a realistic plan for you? Eight you transactions by the end of the year? Between six, six, six by the end of the year in the box. Yeah. Eight, eight pending, eight with two more going, going into the following year. Okay. Yeah. Seems pretty reasonable. Okay. So knowing what we know about our numbers, right? It's about a hundred contacts, a hundred hundred dials for every contact, and we get about eight to ten contacts an hour on the phone. And you probably need about I'm going to say right now you're somewhere between fifty and sixty five contacts to a transaction, right? I would say it's that's about right. So let's just do some simple numbers for people, right? Because obviously this is. This is a coaching section, right? And let's see if this works right. Hold on one second. So let's just say for argument's sake, we'll use 65, right? So we need 65. We need 65 contacts to get 
we're going to try, we're going to shoot for eight, right? That's 520, okay? So, Krill, write down 520, please. Okay. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go to a calendar, right? And we're going to do this by uh, month, I guess. Uh, yeah, we can do it by month. Um, I just want to do this for a second because it's got all my personal stuff here, but that's okay. Um, so in here now, right, we're here on the 16th, right? Yep. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 weeks left. Okay. And you're taking a week off basically next week, right? Um, yeah. You're taking, you're taking two days on one week. And let's just say for argument's sake, we're going to go back here for a second now. Um, there is no holidays in September, right? Mm -hmm. So just write these down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. And we got 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. We're going to say you're going to take off election day. 33, 34, 35, 36. Actually, this is going to be Veterans Day, the holiday, though. So 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47. Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving, most likely you'll be shot. 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56. Okay. So there's 56 days that we're going to call work days, right? Would you agree with me? Did you count the first 11? Did I count the first what? The first 11. You said 11 and... I would say, yeah, I think 56 sounds like a, the right number. Well, you got. Well, you could round up to 60 days. Let's just say it's 14. You got 14 weeks. So 14 weeks times 14 weeks times five is is what? 50, uh, 50, 60. 14 weeks times five. 14 weeks times five. Yeah. Yeah. 70. So we didn't add the, the 11 days. So what did I say it was? 50 what? 50? 56 and then tack on another 11. So yeah. So 67. 67, yeah. Right. So so what we got is 520 divided by 57. Okay. That's nine contacts a day. All right. The funny thing is it's actually – that's actually – far from what you really need. You probably need closer to 20 contacts a day minimum. Yep. Especially because there's going to be days when you're going to miss and there's going to be days that you're going to end up off that you're because for whatever the reason, something explodes, something happens or whatever, right? 
course, now, now what we're going to do is go here, right? This is like the promise plan, right? In return for this money, I, my, my, you know, your name, Krill, right? Is what I'm, here's what I'm willing to do. So let's just say for argument's sake, let's do some more simple math, right? Let's say for argument's sake, you get eight times, let's say 5,500. Um, by, you know, realistically, you know, 5,000 by the time you get done with, you know, with the splits and all that stuff times eight, that's $40,000. Yep. So $40,000, would you agree with me that 520 contacts is light? Yeah, I would say so in a span of, you know, 60 something days. Yeah. I'd say it's closer to 20 contacts a day. Let's just, let's just round it up to, let's just say a thousand contacts. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so 20 contacts a day at 60 days is 1200 contacts. Yep. Right. Just to be realistic. Okay. So each contact is worth 33 bucks. Yep. So why am I doing that number? So you visualize it. Well, more importantly, so when that guy tells you go fuck, go, I shouldn't say that word. <laughs> when that guy tells you go F yourself, yeah. you're going to say, thank you very much, Mr. Jones. You just made me 33 bucks. Yeah. When some lady says, don't ever call me again, you say, thank you very much. I really appreciate you. Love you too, man. Yeah. You know, and, and you can bail and you're, you're, you're focused on what your outcome is, not what in your income, you're not focused on listening to what they're saying or what they're doing to you. Okay. All right. So 12, you know, 20 contacts a day, 60 days. Who do you think if, if we had the perfect world, right. And we said, you know, what does our business look like, which is up here. Right. And the perfect success formula it says, what does my perfect customer look like? Are they going to buy? Are they going to sell? Are they going to invest in a home in the next 10 days? Have sellers have equity. They have a place to go when they sell. Sellers have a specific reason to sell. They're downsizing. Right. Coaching. Uh, they're extremely coachable. They're motivated. They're families. They're individuals. They play golf with uh, with us. They're charitable uh, causes. They're active duty reserves, former military. We do a lot of that stuff, by the way, just because it's what we do. So let me ask you this, Krill. If if you're if, if you had a if you had to go and talk to 20 people a day, what areas do you want to be talking to people 20 times a day in? In your own backyard. In my backyard, right? Yeah. Why my backyard? Because well. One, it's a lot easier to sell properties that are in your backyard. You don't have to go that far. Right. <laughs> um, on top of that, you know, if it's in your own backyard, you're pretty much the area expert because you live there. Right. How long does it take you to get to an appointment? Uh, I could walk to it. <laughs> I don't even have to get in my car. Very key. Okay. So we, we, we kind of understand the place that we want to be working in. Let's let's talk about the other piece of it. Where should we be focused, right, on generating new business, right? So you said it earlier. We're going to call for sell by owners. We're going to call expireds for sell by uh, for center of influence. Hey, Krill, what's a sphere of influence? 
just for the um, people that don't know, don't know what it is? Yeah, uh, I would say anybody in your phone. That's a it's a contact in your phone. That's your sphere of influence. If you usually, have, usually the way they like to say it is, if if you call somebody and they pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Sean, what's up?" If they know who you, if they know before you can open your mouth who it is, that's a sphere of influence. Um, what about past clients and referrals? What are, how does that work? Um, usually, you know, once so, if, let's say you sell somebody a home. Uh, for example, we just sold a home in East Hanover. I, I reached out to her. I was like, how did the move go? Everything went well with the move. You know, that's a, that's a past client. And every time there's a holiday, you know, send them a card, you know, holidays are in the corner, send them a handwritten card. You know, you're, by the way, if, somebody, if, if you hear somebody thinking of buying or selling, just keep me in mind. Yeah. You always want to end the conversation with, by the way, if you hear somebody thinking of buying or selling, keep me in mind. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, what are some new streams of business that we can start to target? What's some of the organizations that we're involved in, right? Some of the public organizations you're involved in. Um, you know, those organizations, all those civic organizations, if you will. You have the guys at the cigar place that you go to, right? Yeah. What about the people that you ride the bikes with? Yeah, we do a lot. We do a lot of rides, especially like charities and charity rides. Uh, you know, I'm involved in a couple of charity groups. Uh, those are all part of the uh, part of I would I consider them spheres of influence because everybody. What's, a, what's something that we can? What's a, what's a what's a business stream of business that we haven't looked at yet for you going into New Year? Uh, let's say going onto the listing side. I mean, I'm, I mean, that, but also what, what is, what is a stream of business? Cause those are still all, all the things we're talking about are whether it's a buyer or a seller. Right. Right. What is a stream of business that we haven't talked about that we can target for somebody like yourself? Um, I would say uh, bringing, building our team uh, is, a, is a, another big stream. Uh, nope. Nope. Smaller than that. Easier than that. Easier than that. What makes you unique? That nobody else has, or very few people. Well, yeah, uh, building around you know, I'm, I'm bilingual, so building the Russian. client around Russian. Russian Dude, you, speak, you speak you speak Russian. You speak English fluently. You speak Russian yep. fluently. There is very few people that are you know. I shouldn't say there's very few people. There's a lot of people that speak Russian, but not only not only are you fluent in Russian, but you're also fluent in being able to communicate a message in real estate and also you understand the numbers in real estate which the russian culture very much analytical we figured that out the hard way yeah. <laughs> but the you know but the idea though is is that you can actually have that conversation so i believe that it would behoove you to start to get involved in the russian community in your area or outside the area wherever it is um, and, and start to get involved in, you know, the senior community for Russians to helping, helping them, helping new families that are coming into the United States that need help to, you know, for, you know, translating and stuff like that. I think it's time we find a, um, a Russian realtor, a Russian, a Russian mortgage lenders and Russian lawyers, um, because they're going to, there's going to be people of your, you know, that are from Russia that are going to want to talk to. An attorney that's Russian, and those in reverse, those attorneys are going to want to deal with 
you know, they would like to deal with a, um, a realtor that speaks Russian. Yeah. I mean, people are comfortable where, with, um, you know, pretty much their own kind, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's just something that we need to look at for us going forward. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to get, um, so getting clear on, um, you know, we talked about, we talked about what the goal is. It's eight deals. Let's call it 40 grand for argument's sake. It's probably going to be more than that, but just for argument's sake, 40,000, right? How much is each person you're going to talk to worth? $33 and change. $33. What do you think is the biggest, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for you um, to accomplish that goal? Uh, I don't think there it's going to, there is going to be a challenge. You put your head down and you set your mind to it and you can get after it. Um, there's a challenge, actually. There is a challenge, okay. It may be a challenge I'm not aware of. Um, have you ever earned $40,000 in 90 days? Uh, yeah, I got lucky on a stock once. Okay. <laughs> so the good news is your brain, your brain can understand that process. Yes. And accept it. Yeah. By the way, I don't want you to just, I don't want you to focus on eight deals. Yeah. I just want you to focus on making 40 grand. Yeah. And once you can visualize it, once you see it, I don't want you to focus on it. Like most coaches, like I did for years, was most coaches will tell you to put it on an index card, put it on the wall, write it on your, on your forehead. I don't want you to do that. Any idea why? Mm. Every time you stop to look at that number and every time you stop to look at that goal, you stop your momentum. You stop the train from going down the track because you're stopping to, you know, with you're it's, it's kind of like the old joke, the, the guys who stop to look at the score. Yeah. Golfers, real professional golfers, the old school professional golfers very rarely look at the scoreboard. They just play their game because they know that the scoreboard is going to screw them up. Well, think about it. You're a quarterback, right? If you're a quarterback for the New York Giants, mid-snap, you look at the score, you're sacked. Well, but here in, in our space, it's all about momentum. Yeah. And it's all about it's all about speed, uh, speed and execution, right? You know, speed to speed to execution. How are we going to do it? Um, you know, and and the reality is we need to um, – you need to focus on you need to focus on what the activities are that are going to get you there, right? Yeah. And you know, and what most people get hung up in is the coach says, "Okay, I want you to focus on the number, focus on the number, focus on the number." Bullshit. What I want you to focus on is the six thousand dollar mountain bike. Yeah. Focus on taking out, taking your girlfriend out to dinner, taking going going on a vacation, going someplace with a lot of cash in your pocket. Being able to take your sister and take your sister and your parents out for dinner somewhere where they normally wouldn't go. Okay. That is a different, that's a different mindset. And the other thing is, you know, people talk about grinding and grinding and grinding and making 20 contacts a day. How else can you make contacts without actually being on the phone? Um, without being on the phone, yeah. uh, social media. What's that? Social media. Social media. That's one. How else? Um, anyone you talk to mention that you work in real estate. I want you to write this down. 
You should be doing a gratitude text every day for at least five to five people. So what is a gratitude text? Hey, I just want to let you know, I was thinking about you. Um, I was driving past your house. I was in your neighborhood. I was, you know, putting my socks on and I was thinking about you. Yeah. Um, and I just want to make sure you're okay. By the way, I'm still in real estate. If you need something, let me know. Yeah. Okay. How else can you do that? We're doing it right now. Well, I was going to say these, these training sessions on Facebook Live. Sharing information, sharing information with people that they normally wouldn't have access to. Yeah, and be the beacon of your community. Bingo. Be the beacon and or what, what my coach talks about is, um, is being a person of interest. Yeah. Okay. So how do you become a person of interest in in your um, in your space? You provide value. Okay. What else? Um so let me explain it. Let me ask you a different way or tell, or explain it a different way. We're not judged. We're not judged by. We're not judged by what we say or what we. We're not judged by what we say. We're judged by what we do. We're judged by who, how we're interpreted, right? So a couple of years ago, you remember me asking you when I first met you, and I said it was the end of the year, and I said, at the when this is all over, how are they going to perceive you? What is somebody going to say about you? Oh my God, Krill is, right? And what's funny yeah. is. I try to explain that to people. And I said, when you come back, I want you to kind of give me an idea of who you want to be when you, when that person, when you, you know, and I said, well, I don't really understand what you mean. And I said, well, here's the funny thing. You know, that little, that little 15 words that they put on your tombstone. Yeah. What's funny is you don't get to tell them what to write on the tombstone for the most part. Right. Somebody else writes it. Yeah. So if somebody else is to write that. What are they going to write on your tombstone at the end of the at the end of the fourth quarter, when you when you actually achieve your goal? He got the mountain bike. <laughs> he got the mountain bike. He he did exactly what he said he was going to do. So along the way, who do you have to be? What do you think a guy who? What do you think somebody who? Because by the way, if you can do if you can do eight transactions in ninety days, how many can you do in a year? Well, at that volume, I, I hope I'm doing more than eight transactions in 90 days. It's a momentum. But, it's like, let's just say for argument's sake, you just did eight transactions in 90 days. How many How many transactions a year is that? So, are we three, six? 32. 32, yeah. 32. Do you think for argument's sake that you can actually do more than eight when it's not during the holidays? Yeah. Of Why course not? <laughs> of course, you, it's it's far easier. So, what I'm really trying to do is condition you to that, and condition your brain that even during the holidays you can do eight transactions. That means that you should be able to do that. You should be able to do it in the other in the other quarters with your eyes closed. Okay, but we want to we want to just get momentum enough to where you're getting the momentum, and and you don't stall the momentum by looking back at the scoreboard. Right. Yeah. As long as you keep momentum going, you know, thank God at, at, at our company at EXP, when you do a transaction in the morning, it's usually in your bank account in the afternoon, which there's no other brokerage on the planet that actually does that. Um, yeah. Which is it's a, it's it's a it's a great feeling, by the way. 
All right. So what are some, what is, what is a, so 32, 32 at five, that's 150,000 a year. Yeah. What is $150,000 a year person look like? Well, you're, you're, you're looking at them. You're looking at them right there. It's right, right in the webcam right there. <laughs> what is that? What does that person look like? What does that person look like for you? For me? Is that person, uh, is that person in shape? Um, yeah, I would say so. Do they sleep late? Probably not. You think they have a schedule? Yep. You think they use a script? Of course. Let me ask this. Do you think they do some stuff that they probably normally wouldn't want to do or don't don't feel they might have to do or might not do? That's ethical and above board. I mean, like, right. 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 I'm not asking you to go kill somebody. Right. But I may not want to go run five miles, but because my protocol says I got to run five miles, I'll run five miles. Mm -hmm. Like today, I really didn't want to go for a second workout today and go for a walk with the dog. But, you know, I figured, all right, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do the 75 hard. That's the protocol, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I committed to. So what kind of language patterns do you think you have to change or do you think you have to adopt as a person of influence and as a $150,000 a year person? Um, well, beginning your routine in the beginning of the day. Right. But does a does a hundred fifty thousand dollar a year person come into the office going, Oh man, I feel like shit, oh my back hurts, my ass hurts, and no. probably not. No. Right? They show up, they're ready for bear, alive, excited, full of energy. Yep. So what are some of the what are some of the um you know what are some of the things that would be a telltale sign? Here's a good example of this. If you see my post right now, they say 75 hard. And what else did I say at the hashtag? Do you know what it is? No, I haven't actually looked at it. It says going, going pro. Okay. The reason why it says going pro is because my mentor and coach is a guy named Coach Burt, which is Michael Burt. Okay. And he said, he said in a coaching session, he said something really interesting. He goes, he goes, listen, if I brought you up and I brought the pro up and I put them on a stage, would the, would you guys look the same? Would I, would we be able to tell which one of you is the pro and which one isn't? Mm -hmm. And and what I thought about was if I never got a chance to open my mouth and talk about what I know about the industry or talk about what I know about the business, I might not get that opportunity because I'm slightly overweight at this point. And I don't look like the pro. So I've been, I've committed to going back to getting back in shape. I mean, granted, I, I could say, okay, I'm 55. I have an excuse, but that's no excuse. It's bullshit. Um, right. You know, you, you know, I've, I've lived by a philosophy of hundred percent, zero, hundred percent, hundred percent take responsibility and zero, zero excuses. Um, I take hundred percent responsibility for the cookies, the chocolate cake and all the bullshit. And now I'm fighting to get back to it. But if I was to put you on stage next to the pro, what's going to set you apart? The routine. There you go. The other thing is show up as you, you know, show up as you practice, practice the same way you play. Yep. What are some of the, what's like, what are the three things that we can put in motion 
that we could make as an accountability for you between now and the end of the year. Who can be your who could be your accountability partner besides me? Um well myself. No, that's not an accountability partner. That how so far how's that working for you? Well, yeah. It's well, working okay, but it's not working. Okay, well. yeah. It's working, it's working for the amount of money you're making now, but if you're gonna go and you're gonna jump up your income, yeah, right, you have to change something and you have to commit. So what I think you should do is um, I would maybe go to Michael and say, Hey, Michael, yeah, um, I'm looking to do this. I need your help. And I've told you about the games that I've played with my coach and my friends, right? We've written checks for a thousand dollar checks that are blank, sent out five of them, sent them to my coach. And my coach basically said, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, I'm going to send a check to your best, you know, your biggest, uh, competitor by the way he actually did that once happened to me once i'll never forget it dear mr wagner dear eric i really appreciate everything you've done for me by the way here's a thousand dollar check to take you and your kid shopping thanks so much have a great day sean you had i was mortified walking into my office <laughs> and you know what it, it wasn't about the money it was you know really the money really wasn't that it wasn't that critical to me at the time thank god i had you know i had enough money but it was the the whole point of you know that situation sure let me ask you a question what goal can you set between now and the end of the year um the forty thousand. yeah but it's a right now it's a figment of your imagination as they say my suggestion I don't know if the bike shop does it. I would go buy that bike and put it on layaway until until December 31st uh -huh. and make it your Christmas present. They give them a deposit and tell me you're going to come back with cash and you're going to buy it cash. Right. And then what you do is you take the, the contract for it and you tape it to your computer. Now, bear in mind, if you send six grand on a bike, you better damn well have another plan for your girlfriend <laughs> she figures out that you're spending six grand on a bike right and she's not getting something out of that whole deal yeah you better get your you know you better have a backup strategy so not that she's going to see this but i'm just saying she might she's in the she's in the other room i'm sure she hears this <laughs> but my you know my my point is you need to you need to pick you need to pick a you need to one commit draw a line in the sand where you stand right now Number two, have some kind of accountability outside of you, outside of the people that care about you, by the way. Michael may not be the best accountability partner for you because he may actually let you off the hook. Believe it or not, Abby is a good accountability partner. Okay. Um, I would also find somebody else that we can have as an accountability partner, maybe outside of our circle, but are in our industry. And in our space, like in the Honey Badger Nation group, okay, I'm sure we could find you somebody that's close to your age and, and goals and intentions. We just have to ask Mr. Stasek. Um, what else do you think is important about it before we, we cut this off? Um, How about bringing a group of people, like-minded individuals around you 
to create yeah. to create an environment that you grow together, right? Right. Because you don't want to be surrounded by people that drag you down. Right. So maybe Justin, that guy we talked to. Yeah. Um, you know, he may be one of those guys that we're going to talk to, right? Yeah, of and course. I think it's important that you know we're we're kind of lucky in the respect that our organization, if you will, at EXP Realty affords us the ability to have relationships with people all over the country, all over the world for that matter. Um, we happen to be in probably one of the most prolific um, and um, I would say the biggest education-based um, uh, background, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, business group. Krill, I don't know where your camera went or your uh, microphone, but um, he disappeared. Uh, he might have lost our connection there. I don't know what happened. Um, but anyway, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we're, we're more than happy. We do, we're doing free coaching right now with a lot of different people. We'd love to talk to you about coaching with you and helping you to build your personal business plan between now and the end of the year. We're going to see how Krill progresses through the next few days and the next few months and year. Um, we'd love to talk to you about yours. Um, we're going to give Krill another couple of minutes before we cut this out. Um, but I did, you know, I did want to invite you guys to click the link below, um, and I would grab your free coaching call. Um, it's a, you know, twenty-minute coaching call. We're more than happy to talk to you. There's no obligation whatsoever. Um, more than happy to talk to you about your goals, your intentions. Hey, Mr. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that, Sean. I must have lost the connection. Um, so, um, what I was saying is, we're going to offer people the free coaching call so that they can come on and jump on with us. Um, if you guys want to, by the way, if you want to be a guest on this, if you want to be a guest on this show, we're going to be doing this once a week. Um, if you want to be one of the guests and you want us to actually do a coaching session with you, I'm more than happy to do that with you. Um, if you want to do it in private, I'm more than happy to do that in private. Um, if you're thinking of um, that you need some accountability or if you need a different environment, if you need support, you need training, you need coaching, um, we are, thank God, um, we are in one of the largest business groups in the, in the company right now. Um, and our company, um, by the way, our company is, is a publicly traded company, um, EXP Realty. You can look at the stock. Our stock actually went from $8 a share almost two years ago to $164 a share and then split at $164 to, um, you know, to two shares for $80 a share or whatever it was. Um, you know, if you want to find out more about EXP, you want to find out more about how to how to build a real estate business from the ground up, how to go from zero from zero to hero in 90, 120 days, then grab a call. Grab a call with me. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to help you through it. We'll see you on the other side. Sean Shouse, your friend, your neighbor, your real estate expert, Coach Sean, 10X Real Estate Marketing and Coaching coming at you. Hey, um, don't forget to look in um, in October, around October 15th. Don't forget to look for 10X Real Estate, uh, the 10X Personal Success Formula for Realtors. The book is coming out on around the 15th of October. Thanks so much.